So I definitely got distracted with the holidays and the Black Friday madness and missed out on some Apple Home news. But I finally managed to get some matter over thread devices into my Apple Home after more than six months of trying. But I'm not exactly sure why. So we'll talk about all of that today. Let's get into it. Greetings, Internet. My name is Dustin, and this is the My Home Kit Home Podcast. And here we look at the smart home with an Apple home and accessibility focus. Right off the bat, let me apologize for my voice. I've been dealing with allergies over the last couple of weeks, and I just can't seem to shake them. The holiday season is in full swing, and I hope you had a wonderful Thanksgiving if you celebrate it. And with Black Friday and Cyber Monday at our backs, it's time to catch up on some Apple home and smart home news that slipped through the cracks. Today we'll be talking about Tuo's new temperature sensor, which is way more than that, Nuki's new smart lock with matter over thread, and Philips Hue's new contact sensor. Also, Acura's got an all new camera that doesn't have a Zigbee hub built in, and Zimmy Smart is rolling out a thread connected roller shade to go along with their updated smart home hub that has Zigbee, thread, and is matter compatible right out of the box. Onvis has also updated their motion sensor and it now supports thread. Plus, SwitchBot just might have the world's tiniest and quite possibly most adorable robot vacuum going. And finally, we'll end today's episode continuing my personal struggle with matter over thread devices in Apple Home and now matter in general. There's obviously a lot to talk about, but before we settle in, don't forget to leave us a rating and review if you like what we do. It lets me know what you guys think and it helps us grow. Many, many thanks. And now let's talk about that new robot from SwitchBot. Right around IFA time earlier this year, SwitchBot started making some waves with the teaser of their upcoming S10 robot, which connects directly to your plumbing, eliminating the need to refill and empty your water tanks. But they also started talking about their new K10 robot, which is now available. This mini floor cleaner claims 70-day hands-free cleaning with its included self-emptying dustbin. It's also supposedly super quiet at just 48 decibels, which is pretty impressive. It should also do a decent job of cleaning too with its 5,500 pascals of suction power and LiDAR for navigation. I do have a review unit here in the studio and I'm just now starting my testing. I'm really interested to see how well it cleans, how long it takes to clean since it is so small, and how well series shortcuts are integrated. As a blind guy, I'll take all the help I can get when it comes to cleaning and hopefully this bot is at least somewhat accessible and you can bet I'll be focusing on that particular aspect in my review. You can learn more about the SwitchBot K10 Mini Robot Vacuum in the show notes and be on the lookout in the near future for my full review. 2 is a company that's really starting to make a name for themselves with their stylish matter over thread devices like their smart button and contact sensor, and they recently released their temperature sensor, which is a bit of a misnomer, but in a good way. This sensor obviously keeps track of your indoor temperature, but also humidity, barometric pressure, and TVOC levels. It uses a single CR2032 coin cell battery, which 2 says will get you about a year of use before needing to replace it. Though it isn't outdoor rated, it has an insane operating temperature between negative 40 degrees and a staggering 185 degrees Fahrenheit. I can't imagine an indoor scenario where you'd actually reach these extremes, but it's nice to have that wiggle room on either side. It's my understanding that since it is a matter over thread device, its TVOC sensor isn't exposed at this time, but will soon be since matter 1.2 does provide for this. You can grab this new indoor environment sensor for $49.99 directly from Tuo with links to more info in the show notes. 
Following this matter over thread trend, European smart lock maker Nuki has released the first thread connected smart lock with matter in mind, foregoing the need for a bridge or a separate matter module. The fourth generation of their retrofit smart lock comes in pro and standard versions with both connecting over Wi-Fi in addition to thread. Interestingly and disappointingly, the standard version of this lock requires a one-time fee of 39 euros to unlock thread, with the pro version not having this paywall. In addition to matter, this new Nuki lock has direct support for Apple Home, though you won't find HomeKey unfortunately. I know our European friends can have a difficult time finding smart lock solutions for Euro-style doors, so it's nice to have another option and one that supports thread. You can learn more about this new smart lock in the Verge article and the new key website linked in the show notes. If you're all in on Philips Hue, and in my opinion you shouldn't be, their overpriced contact sensor that they released earlier this year alongside their ridiculously overpriced security cameras is now exposed to Apple Home via a firmware update to the Philips Hue bridge. And that's really all there is to say about this. I don't know why you would be, but if you're interested, I left links to where you can buy these sensors in the show notes. Moving on to something that can actually protect you and is worth your hard-earned money, ExpressVPN shields you while you carry out your online activities. Look, what you do online is your business and ExpressVPN helps keep it that way. With 256-bit AES encryption and a strict no-log policy, ExpressVPN locks down your browsing whether at home or out and about on public Wi-Fi networks. They've also got you covered on almost any device and with 500 plus servers in nearly 100 countries, you can check out all sorts of content from all around the world. Also, ExpressVPN just launched their native app for Apple TV, which is awesome. I've been protecting my own internet surfing with ExpressVPN for years and recommended it even before they became a partner. And now, as a My Home Kit Home podcast listener, you can get three months of ExpressVPN for free by going to expressvpn.com slash myhomekithome. Lock down your internet browsing and unlock a world of streaming content. Head over to expressvpn.com slash myhomekithome for more info. If you've been looking for a super fast indoor camera with crispy 2K resolution, pan and tilt functionality, and the ability to record that super sharp footage 24-7 to your network attached storage, but don't want to pay an arm and a leg for it, a car just might have the camera for you. Their new camera E1 does all of that and more. Of course, it supports Apple Home and HomeKit Secure Video, though you won't get that 2K resolution through the Apple Home app, nor its pan and tilt functionality. For both of those and to manage the NAS configurations, you'll need the Acara Home app. I haven't tested this camera personally, but on paper anyway, and from what others are saying, its use of Wi-Fi 6E is a win, as long as you have a 6E router. With all of these features in tow, you might expect a fairly hefty price tag, but like a lot of Acura's other devices, it's extremely reasonable at around 60 bucks. I'm actually relieved that Acura didn't try to jam a Zigbee hub into this camera since they already have so many options. Also, we still have their Hub M3 to look forward to, which promises to be the smart home hub to end all others. We'll see about that though. But if you're looking for a new indoor camera, the E1 might be right up your alley, and you can learn more about it through the link in the show notes. A while back, Zimmy Smart brought Apple Home support to a bunch of their Zigbee-based devices through their HomeKit-enabled bridge, and they just released an updated version, but you probably won't want to run out and get the new one. This new version merely refreshes the radios on the inside, theoretically improving the range and stability of the connections between the hub and its child devices, though both hubs still use Zigbee 3.0. 
Simon from HomeKit News points out in his original article, and with good reason, that you might find yourself scratching your head when it comes to selecting a smart home hub from ZimiSmart. They've got their original and this new updated version, as well as a Matter-compatible bridge that also acts as a thread border router. The two non-matter, non-thread hubs do offer a wider range of bridgeable Zigbee devices since they're not restricted by the current matter specifications. So unless you absolutely need that multi-admin support that comes with matter, have no need for, or already have a thread border router, or just a HomeKit purist, you can probably skip the matter hub. Simismart also recently opened pre-orders for their new thread-connected matter-compatible retrofit roller shade motor intended to fit inside your existing 36 to 38 millimeter roller shade tubes this battery powered motor aims to smarten up your shades similar to others on the market with the notable difference being its 80 dollars price point check out simon's original articles linked in the show notes to learn more about these devices or you can get them directly from zimmy smart's online store onvis continues to push out new thread based devices and this time it's the turn of an updated motion sensor Building upon their original motion sensor, which also includes temperature and humidity sensors, this new version adds a thread radio and something that was definitely missing from the first iteration, an ambient light sensor. The SMS2 joins Onvis's expanding lineup of thread-based devices like their 5-key smart button, contact sensor, and smart plug. There are also rumors that their super unique security alarm contact sensor will also soon be getting the thread treatment. You can snag this new motion sensor for 35 bucks as a last-minute stocking stuffer using the links in the show notes. So as you can tell from throughout today's episode, matter continues to trend upward, but there's still some hesitancy to adopt this new standard from both manufacturers and consumers, with this latter group including myself. While many tout the benefits of matter, and in theory there are a number of them, I still can't recommend it, and this is for a couple of different reasons. First, as it stands now, if you're all in on Apple Home, there aren't a lot of advantages of using Matter. Sure, the selection of devices has widened slightly, but we haven't gotten any new product categories nor any new capabilities for existing categories. This is about to change as manufacturers begin to implement the Matter 1.2 specifications, which allow for devices like robot vacuums and household appliances, among others. The main issue here is how Matter controllers like Apple Home will address these new product categories. I've long said that within the current HomeKit framework that support for robot floor cleaners just didn't make sense to me since there isn't any relationship between the rooms in your Apple Home and your actual home. Even with Matter, you won't be able to send your robot to clean a specific room or zone. For that, you'll still need to use shortcuts. And this really isn't that big of a deal. However, I think the biggest hurdle for Matter at the moment is a combination of its shortcomings for the consumer. I personally have not been able to add any Matter over thread devices to my Apple Home until the last couple of days. I was able to add the SwitchBot Hub 2 to my Apple Home thanks to its Matter over Wi-Fi connectivity, just not any Matter over thread devices. A number of important factors change between not being able to add these devices and ultimate success, so it's kind of hard to figure out exactly what the problem was. I upgraded my phone to the iPhone 15 Pro Max, which does have a thread radio in it, and obviously to iOS 17 and the subsequent dot updates. I had just about given up hope on Matter over Thread until it randomly occurred to me one day that I might actually be able to add those devices since my phone now has a Thread radio, and wouldn't you know, it actually worked. 
I was able to add the Onvis S4 smart plug and on the first attempt, no less. Trying to be as thorough as possible, I removed it from Apple Home, reset it, and added it again with the exact same results. I did try to confirm with a different matter over thread device, namely the Acara Door Window Sensor P2, but my three-year-old is also starting to get into the smart home and decided to do some testing of her own, and now we can't find it. I did test this with a second Onvis S4 and was able to successfully add it. At this point, I was convinced that my matter issues had been resolved until I tried to add the Maris Matter smart plug, which connects over Wi-Fi. Much to my dismay, I received the exact same failed to pair error message that I had gotten for so long with Matter over Thread devices. Regardless of what the actual problem is, I don't have these inconsistencies with non-Matter Thread or Wi-Fi devices, and it's these inconsistencies that I think make it difficult for consumers and manufacturers to adopt Matter. This being said, this is not all Matter's fault. Apple and the producers of other Matter controllers are tasked with making sure that their apps and devices are working properly in Matter, and I suspect that this is actually where my problems are. We've seen similar issues with the difficulties experienced by thread network details not being shared between Matter controllers. There are lots of fundamental aspects of this new standard that need to be ironed out before it can even call itself a standard, and I think this is why a lot of folks are just waiting to see what transpires before putting all their eggs into the Matter basket. I'll personally keep testing and waiting for the tide to turn because I do think Matter can do good things for Apple Home, but a lot of details need to be worked out before this is the case. In any event, I'll keep you updated here on the podcast and on social media at My Home Kit Home, so definitely follow us on your platform of choice. I've also got some new videos coming out on the YouTube channel, so subscribe there so you don't miss out. And I've got written reviews and all sorts of Apple Home goodness on the blog over at MyHomeKitHome.com. That about does it for this episode. Thanks for listening to the end, and I'll catch you in the next one. Take care.